the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. We are going to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. What I need you to do. Mm -hmm. Us or the listeners? The listeners. Okay. okay. Is... Calm the fuck down okay? <laughs> um, and allow us to, with levity and uh, incisive commentary, be able to make fun of everyone involved. Um, it is my belief, I won't speak for anyone else on this podcast, uh -huh. that um, because they both suffer from extreme codependence addiction, uh, uh, most uh, importantly for at least this podcast and my point of view and my ability to comment on this in a way that I think no one is commenting on, um, uh, severe love addiction, which okay. is something that I identify with. Uh, I'm finding other lies, amazon.com by Whitney Cummings. I <laughs> uh, wrote an entire book on it. And um, it is that is one thing no one really talks about is the impact of love addiction, uh, adrenaline addiction, et cetera. And I think that's what this relationship has been fraught with. Mm -hmm. And we hope that after listening to this episode, you guys are able to come away with a little more clarity about toxic relationships, how it clouds our brain, our decision-making, uh, why when you're in a relationship that is abusive, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not, we're not taking sides. We, I Correct. believe they're both pretty guilty of right. many things. Mm -hmm. I think right. that both of the things that they uh, did uh, wrong are, were probably fueled by not only uh, substance abuse, but also the internal drug cabinet abuse, adrenaline, dopamine. Mm -hmm. Internal drug cabinet. Cord That's so smart. Yeah, that internal smart. drug cabinet. So adrenaline always turns into dopamine, which clouds our thinking. Right. Uh, we remember things differently. So so we're not taking sides. Mm -hmm. We're coming after everyone and we're mad at everyone. Does mm -hmm. that feel fair? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and it's a, most importantly, we're not making light of uh, domestic abuse in any way, shape or form. Yeah. We just, we're exploring this as a, bizarre spec the bizarre mm -hmm. spectacle that, that it is, it is. Yes. and we want to have this a really nuanced uh conversation about what this trial has made us learn about ourselves yes, yes. our internalized uh sexism misogyny um our preconceived notions our projections the mm -hmm. aftermath of the me too movement how we yeah. look at the world now post yeah. me too sure and all that uh, money that Me Too raised right. um, that has <laughs> oh, I don't mean that mysteriously charity. disappeared. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, the Me Too. Well, it disappeared because Amber pledged it. Yeah. <laughs> no. She never did, actually did donated. You donate it. it. No, I pledged it. Uh, okay, oh, like but you don't have any outstanding Venmo requests, Whitney Cummings. <laughs> I sent you one last night. No, <laughs> when you buy a house, you don't pay all of it in full. That is why we had a mortgage <laughs> crisis. And uh, what are- Details, details, details. I know. And all the jurors that are like, I can't pay my rent this month. What are you talking about? Buy a hat? Like, why? The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. 
<laughs> we now take a break in this titillating verbal intercourse to talk about credit karma. When I say credit card, I know what you think. Mm -hmm. Going up to one of your coworkers and putting your hand between their butt cheeks and do I'm swiping a credit card. That's like declined. Declined. Like, We're not talking about that. That is now called a no-no. Mm -hmm. We're mm. talking about credit karma partners with a wide range of card issuers so you can be sure that you are exploring all sorts of options the way you should also be doing in your dating life mm -hmm. or married life. Yeah. Have you ever been rejected for a credit card? I usually say rejection's God protection. <laughs> God's protection. But in this case... Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I hate it. It happens way too often and it hurts my feelings. Mm -hmm. That's why Credit Karma created Karma Confidence Technology, helping our members apply with more confidence. Say Beautiful. that 10 times fast. Credit Karma Confidence. You know Credit I will. Karma <laughs> Credit Karma Confidence. Um, that's how Emily comes. At least we know that. Mm -hmm. Credit Karma Confidence <laughs> coming. Karma uses your credit data or data. We decided how data. to a data. 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 Okay, Emily has been on some datas recently uh, <laughs> to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, <gasps> helping you apply incredible. with more confidence. Comparing cards on Credit Karma is a hundred percent free and won't affect your credit scores. That's big. That's that massive. Yeah. yeah. Also, what Emily says during sex. <laughs> Ready to find the card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers. To da. Hmm. Go to creditkarma.com or the Credit Karma app to find the card for you. That's creditkarma.com. Do you have any shows to promote? Tell us all about them. Okay, so I'm going to promote some comedy shows, okay? Because I am what we call in clune. Mm -hmm. And I have done so many What's cities. What's yeah. It, oh my so God. French? You are so not culture. No, I am it means clown in French. Embarrassing. Okay, that is not clown in French. Clean. Je parle français et ce n'est pas le mot. Je parle français aussi. Oh, aussi, tu parles français. D'accord. Uh, si vous parlez autrement, je peux comprendre. Okay, Allez. you're Allez. That's We get nothing. it. You both went to private high school. <laughs> No, Jesus, that was nothing. Je suis un croque monsieur. Oh, you're a, you're a grilled cheese. Yeah, je suis With egg and ham. Je, je suis un cochon. You're Et... a pig? <laughs> no, oh. ce n'est pas vrai. Okay, so what is clown in French? I think it's un feu. Un feu, that's pussy. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Emily, here's the deal about Emily. She will die on a hill like this. Oui, c'est vrai. And so will I. Je suis mort. <laughs> She's met her match in terms of who will die the hardest on such a stupid hill. Anyway, I was right. You were wrong. Where are you going? Okay. You were, <laughs> even when she's wrong, she's right. But I will be eventually right. And you will see. Because that is my brand. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. I've done what? 75 shows? Oh, oh my that. God. Shot my special. It's all working. But also, I'm kind of in an existential crisis. So oh. I'm just going to go for it and start telling other people's secrets on stage. Why not? Whoa. June 24th, I'll be in Calgary, Alberta at Prince Islands Park. I'm doing this with David Spade and Donald Rawlings, I think. It's like yeah, an outdoor festival. festival. Okay, so I'm going to get Lyme disease. Cool. Mm -hmm. What do I do in Calgary? Mountain Mountie. A? I feel like fracking. I think they frack a lot there. <laughs> You could pan for gold. You could get you could get in the oil business. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, I am in the oil business. Look at my face. Uh, on June 26th, I'll be in Toronto, Ontario, where I just was for about a month. I didn't get to enjoy anything there. I'm gonna be at Danforth Music Hall. Maybe Drake will be there. Drake, oh. stop it with Drake. Everywhere you go, <laughs> you especially. Every <laughs> everywhere you go in Toronto, we're like walking oh, around, sure. getting like a. They're like, dude, I think Drake's. He's like the Angeline of Toronto. That's exactly. <laughs> wait, that is. <laughs> 
That is so like he's spot like on. everyone's freaking out. Um, mm. uh, now that I burned that bridge, mm -hmm. in July uh, I will be at the West Hampton Beach, New York West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. Uh, rescheduled dates on September eighth. I'm gonna be in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Taft Theater. September 9th, This is gonna be five days after my birthday. <gasps> Whoa. I know. Huge. So if I'm not in rehab, I uh -huh. will be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Miller Theater. Mm -hmm. You guys know that I went to college in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. so I have a lot of amends to make. September 10th, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia, mm -hmm. Emily's alma mater. Mm -hmm. At the National. September 24th, Charlottesville, Virginia. We'll be at the Paramount. We can go to UVA party. Oh, yes. What we try to do on this podcast is go, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But here are, is what we learned about ourselves, and here's the observations we do have. Whereas I think we're in a culture where everyone wants to be like, he's guilty, she's guilty. Because right. uh -huh. we want these like facile, simple answers. Blanket statements. Blanket yeah. statements. We right. want to take sides. Yes. And we like to get granular. So, okay. So why don't you two start? I'm just very shy. Oh, right. That's true. That's the first thing I... Same when people are like, what are what, what's Whitney like? I'm like, fucking shy. shy. Quiet as a mouse. Mm -hmm. That one. <laughs> Do you guys okay? So let me okay. So I yes. basically my I have literally 15 pages of thoughts <laughs> on this. this is, I did I scrolled through the document and my favorite part was the very last line, which was asterisk woman who farted question mark. <laughs> okay. I would just like to say I haven't seen Whitney this passionate about something since the Woolsey I, fires. <laughs> <laughs> The giraffes needed help. I literally haven't. Well, the there are two other giraffes uh, in Silmar at Bob Dunn's house. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Like, Burn it all down. Whitney knows every mm -hmm. single. You can say, like, we're like, hey, did you see that guy? Do you mean Romero? Like, you know everything. Romero? Yeah. To be clear, here is why. So as someone that I've, I've spent most of, and this sounds a little bit narcissistic, and I'm just going to keep my insecurity about talking about myself out of it. Um, but because uh, I'm going to try to just be of service. So so the 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 lot in my life, mm -hmm. I guess, or whatever thing that I found myself um, a situation in which uh, para alcoholism is something where if you grew up around alcoholism, alcoholism being defined as uh, uh, being uh, not having a choice in your anymore mm -hmm. in the way that you are abusing a substance, mm -hmm. sex. Mm -hmm. It can be an right. invisible substance. It can be a person. It can be food. Well, it you can... always say that it's so helpful. Alcohol doesn't have to be present. In order for alcoholism right. to be present, alcohol does not have yes, to be present. Totally. Yes. Compulsive cooking, compulsive organizing, right, yeah. co Gift work, yeah. compulsive crafting, yep. compulsive checking Instagram. There, it's everywhere. We all have something that gives us the dopamine we need that we essentially keep. Do, I mean, it's diminishing, diminishing marginal returns, mm -hmm. um, which is you continue to do something despite right. negative consequences. Right. Okay. Well, and this is a relationship where they stayed together despite, despite yeah. negative consequences. Totally. And right. from what I ascertain, it did not seem like either of them were able to leave because they were addicted to each other. Mm -hmm. And so love addiction is something that is like hard to be the champion of because mm -hmm. we're all so in love with being in love. Yeah. And it's so hard to say that someone's passion, we've been so conditioned to believe that like, if you're fighting, you love each other and right. we're soulmates totally. and we've glamorized and glorified Sid and Nancy and all these rela right. relationships. Right, to movie stars. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and so I think that it's, to me, I'm like, oh my God, finally everyone is seeing what I have been going through my whole play out yeah. in a destructive way. And yeah. they see how 
uh, like I've always been the bummer that's like, mm, if you're if you're super magnetically attracted to someone yeah. and want to marry them after a month, you gotta Stay wait. Away. It takes two yeah. years to know someone, and you can only do one, two texts a day and one hang a week mm-hmm. in a public place, and you can't go to his house. Like I have all these rules that make it so that love addiction doesn't get triggered in my brain. Mm-hmm. And I work, I've had to work so hard to stay out of addictive relationships because I think a lot of people don't, don't realize, or maybe they do, but it just hasn't been sort of uh, publicly shown in a way that makes it super obvious, mm-hmm. which is that uh, addictions to people can be just as destructive in your life as oh, addictions to alcohol and yeah. drugs absolutely, and substances. Yeah. So you go into a uh, an AA room or mm-hmm. a Narcoholics Anonymous room and you hear p- people say like, uh, I smoked crack and then I crashed my car. Right. I drank nine glasses of wine and then I sold my baby to a drug dealer, whatever. Right, right. And then Al-Anons who have done no substances right. necessarily because right. normally we're the control addicts right. go, I did all that shit sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was trying to make my yeah. guy jealous. Right, right. But what's interesting about this love addiction is that there are no love addiction meetings. You know what I'm saying? I think that we disregard. SLAA is. But, oh, is but, okay. Then but, I'm. But, but, but people get. It's not, main, it's not as mainstream. What does it stand for? SLAA, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. It also includes sexual anorexia. It also includes parasocial relationships and a lot of other things. So, sex. There are so many resources out there that we just don't know about. It's free therapy. It's free school. And most of us grew up watching Disney movies and seeing. And essentially learning that like love is all you need right. all our favorite songs right. love is pain all i need is you i right. die right. without you right. these really exaggerated sick i mean imagine if there was a song that was like cigarettes i need you to live yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. so it's I like love that one love is- <laughs> it's a great bop. Well, it sounds like some wrote shit it. you would buy yeah. a festival <laughs> ticket to <laughs> but i think it's it, it's really Wild because I spent most of my life in very addictive, mm-hmm. destructive relationships mm-hmm. with people, mm-hmm. not substances, I, not drugs. And I think that's why you're so passionate about this, for yes. lack of a better word, yes. and so knowledgeable about it because it's so close to you. Like, in a way where I'm just watching it as like rich people fighting, you know, mm. I, but it's so interesting to see it from your perspective because it's so much more nuanced. I'm just going to say this. It might sound narcissistic. I, I, I in the last month, I kind of spent some time like going like, what is my fucking purpose in this world? Mm-hmm. And if it's to pass on any wisdom that I got or insight or like, let's learn something from, let's just learn, mm. fucking learn something, which is that I talked about it in my last special. There's a difference between empowerment and entitlement. Mm-hmm. And my, I am going to give some advice. Uh, if you have are abused for real, mm-hmm. not saying this isn't real, but if you are, it does not matter whether life is fair or not. You have to fucking document it. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. a when sad it happens. Reality. Yeah. And by the way, I don't care if you're upset. I don't care if you're confused. I shouldn't have to report it to police. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to. Right. So you just you shouldn't do. have to, but you have to. Yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because there's too many people right. that lie. Have taken advantage right. of it. And it's not your fault. Right. As some, I'm also coming to this as someone that has been falsely accused of wild right. shit. Right. right. And if we all just gave everyone the benefit of the doubt, we'd be, it has to be innocent until proven guilty. And I, I'm probably not the person that would have thought that 10 years ago. Right. But now. It's be- just an unfortunate Yeah, I'm the bitch. Reality. I had to go down to the small claims court and fight someone who mm. was trying to say that I hit his cab. He saw me on a billboard. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, this is like a racket. They just like sue you people. You were accused of stealing 
the like the rights of the life of Whitney Cummings. I was the number of times I was sued for stealing the show, the premise of the show, so Whitney, Whitney from other people was wild, you know, but I had everything mm-hmm. fucking documented. Right. I had every single email, everything. And I always say to you guys, put things in email, yeah, put things in email, just yeah. say, hey, just confirming I got this. Like, that's right. why I don't call. You monster. <laughs> and so, so th- th- that's just, it's important to accept. It doesn't have to be fair, but yeah, a lot of people do take advantage. A lot of people are not well. Yeah. And here's what I'll say. If I didn't, you know, for some weird Darwinian survival instinct, start doing comedy and do it the hard way. Right. If I was even a little more derailed and was... Um, the age I am now right. and desperate, I'd probably do some crazy shit like that. You know, I also, on Two Broke Girls, it was about broke people making money at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. I know what desperate people do. Right. Thankfully, mm-hmm. in my desperation, I've only hurt myself. Right. But I can, I know what it's like to be desperate. And right. had I been a little more desperate, I see myself as the kind of person who's like, fuck it, I'll just do that rich guy. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that money. I un- I know that my brain could have gone there. Anyone's capable of anything. Anyone's capable of totally. anything if yeah. you have been fucked. Under the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. Or even yeah. not if you've been no, fucked. No, because you go, I had this childhood. Right. I've been abused. I deserve. Yeah. This person has more money than they deserve. Why not right. me? Right, right. Yes. That's yeah. what your survival brain will do and take over yeah. in order to justify. Because your brain is just going, I need to survive. Right. So when people do huckster shit like that, yeah. I have compassion for them. Right. But not me. Right. But not me. You're not going to do this to me. Right. What's fair is fair. Right. And so I had a, um, I literally just got a TV show and I'm like just trying to like make a show yeah. about a gender reversal yeah. and yeah. like hiring women and like trying to do the right thing and hiring all my friends. And then I get a call. You're being sued by this cab driver who said you hit his cab uh, in, in it's in small claims court. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And I look at it, the date, I'm like, when was that? And then I have all this proof that I was not even, right. it was right. in like Venice on yeah, a yeah, Tuesday at right. noon. I'm like, like I, Whitney would ever go to the West side. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> how dare you for an $8 smoothie? I'm good creation. I live on the West side. I can't get waiting to come out unless I'm dying of COVID. It is the upper <laughs> east side of california anyway that's how we knew this cab driver was full of shit so i was like no i know exactly where i was i have emails like i can provide all this proof and then uh, my business manager was like it's small claims court it's six to eight thousand dollars this is a rigmarole that people do when they when they know that you're you know a public figure and busy Busy. Uh they don't think eight thousand six to eight thousand dollars a lot to you they sue you you don't show up to small claims court. And if you don't show up, they automatically get the $6,000. And they go out of their way to schedule it on a day that they know you won't come. Mm-hmm. That December 24th, Christmas <gasps> Eve. Am I allowed to say Christmas? Or am I going to cancel? Uh, so Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh, bitch, you don't know who you fucked with. Absolutely. I don't, I don't have a family. That's the only night I'm free. <laughs> I will be there. And my business store is closed. My business managers there. were like, do not do this. Yeah. We will make it up in other oh ways. My God. Matt, Matt, we both have a very strong sense and obsession with justice. justice. I no, wait, could my, not let that A slide. therapist has told me that I'm obsessed with justice too. Most, I would have most shown up. Comedy, that means, you're, that means you'll be a great comedian. Most comedy brains are very obsessed with one, justice, and two, serial killers. That's just a fact. Correct. Uh, and so, not that those two things have anything to do with each other. Well, I mean, justice for the <laughs> people that are killed by a serial killer. Karma. But what I'll say is, how is there not a car company called Karma? Um, And so 
I show up mm-hmm. December 24th. I'm like, oh, oh this God. motherfucker does not yeah. know yeah. who he's dealing with. Right. Like, I have nothing to do yeah. on right. December 24th. Yeah. No one loves me. I, so I go, this motherfucker, he's like, he's, him and his friends are like laughing. He, belt buckles galore. I've got my, dude, double Virgo, this bitch. Mm-hmm. I show, I've got my papers. Color I have my printouts. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, emails. Yeah, yeah. I literally yeah. have emails of me saying, hey, I'm in the office. Come by for a meeting. I have right, all yeah, these yeah, testimonies. Yeah. I have people showing up with me. His face was ashen. Oh, okay. Horrified. But also, I was like, you have no idea what you're dealing with. Yeah. There's no place I'd rather be than fucking small claims court. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The case before. Oh, I love this. The case before me. Yeah. Was a man that was accusing another man of stealing his bulls, his prize bulls semen at two in the morning. He said, I woke up at 6 a.m. to jerk off my bull mm-hmm. and there was no I was semen busy that morning. There was no semen in his dick. God. And this I guy. That happens. I was I was I was like, this is dude, I will give you six thousand dollars just for yeah. bringing <laughs> honestly that- good. That was the warm up to this. Uh, by the way, thank you. Absolutely. I yeah, am yeah. wearing a. I am like you know it's my dream to be a fucking lawyer. Right. Mm-hmm. So I you know so I've seen the frivolous cases. I I for a lot of people I'm like good for you. Like you know there's a lot of people with celebrities they like you know some celebrities like portion out a Correct. section of yeah. their budget Correct. every year to manage Lawsuits. Google Lawsuits. who Emily's worked for. Um. So. <laughs> I'm rolling in it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, so there's a lot. And honestly, there's times where I'm like, Godspeed. Like, I know that I know a couple of people that are very um, famous and rich. And mm-hmm. they, they're they like, yeah, this, I've had this cleaning lady for 20 years. I pay her this much. Right. And I'm like, does she have insurance? Does she have this? Right, right, and right. she just sued me for like, whatever, toxic work environment to right. settle for 50 grand. I'm like, she's 50 yeah. Not not a bad idea. Yeah, You're yeah. not giving her insurance. Right. You probably make that on your bank, 50 grand Absolutely. on your bank account interest. What right. I understand why she's doing that. Yeah. It's a good racket. Not that I support it. Right, I'm just right, saying right. it's it's under you can understand something without supporting it. I'm emotionally sober in love addiction, so I'm not yeah. allowed to be in these relationships. So it's right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, get yeah. to like that's so oh, that's interesting. So real. I'm like, oh my God, um, I want to oh be like God. honestly, I'm not even joking. It's like I don't know. It's like a sex addict, like watching porn yeah, for the yeah, first. Like yeah, yeah, I get yeah. to, wa- I get to watch the relationship. I wish I could be in, but I can't. Yeah. See, because you're healthy. Uh, well, not healthy. I'm just like well, you're, I'm, you're. You've you're done aware. more work. I'm yeah. in recovery for this. So my take has been uh, not as noble, which is I've just really enjoyed the spectacle of it. Like I think absolutely. it's absolutely fucking crazy that there are so many things going on in the world right now, and all I want to do is watch like two rich people fight about like yeah. which yacht he lost his finger on. Like they're not that even is just, just rich people; they're professional actors, right? right. And we're so, wired right. for a puzzle. So and absolutely. because I like to be. Uh, <laughs> combative and because I <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I just have decided that if you don't stand for anything if you stand for nothing you'll fall for anything and I am going to be an Amber Heard stan Absolutely. because no one else is another way, reason I have sided with Amber is because I have also shit in a bed okay. not on purpose yes. but I have shit in a bed Sure. but instead of saying that it was dog poop I poured coffee all over it and said what's that smell? It's coffee. Coffee's brown poop is brown. It was the best escape. I Wait, was going hold to on. say hold on. I, I'm with you because I know yeah. you shit in a bed also no no I didn't shit in a bed guess, it was on a couch on the floor. it was in a bus in <laughs> Texas. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't no. As somebody who has who has 
shot themselves at the home of a lover. Let me just, let me time out. Yeah. Um, Shitters unite. Yeah. Because I would like to take you both to small claims court. Um, because <laughs> I I I have a, I've, I've done pretty much everything embarrassing. I yeah. have never shit myself. So I'm trying to understand mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. it happens. Because maybe she just did that. Are you yeah. talking liquid poop? Well, no. Does it, I, it, it depends, it depends on the I mean, yeah. I can't believe I'm better at something than you guys. I can. I, shitting, yeah, what? shitting is where I shine. Cool. I can do it when I want, where I want, when I want. How's it feel to be God's favorite? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Um, so, okay. So the shitting aside, I don't even yeah. care about that because yeah. here's what I'll say. I just want to try to explain why it should be kindred spirit. Let's Absolutely. go through and talk about our... Right now, what we are lacking in society, I believe, mm-hmm. is is the ability to delineate something that grosses you out from something that's illegal, totally. something that turns you off from something that's illegal. Totally. We're not talking about whether she's a good person, a cool person, or he's mm-hmm. a good person, or a yeah. cool person, mm-hmm. or, or a consistent person. Like, what? here's what we do. In The Staircase, uh, the original I would watch, I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys have watched the fictional, or the the Netflix is so much version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you watch it, it makes you realize how our brain will build a case to accuse someone of something yeah. based on something else we don't like. So end of episode two, it comes out that he is gay and having a gay affair. Yep. And my brain went, oh, he killed her. And then I was like, wait, what? Right, right, right. What does that have to do? Right. Oh, my God. Right. My reptilian brain yeah. is to is to go, he cheated on her, had an affair, therefore he's a murderer. Right. Those are different things. Your first, that's my favorite saying. Your first thought is your programming. Mm-hmm. Your second thought is who you are. Love it. Totally. You're, You're not, not responsible, responsible for, for your, your first, first thought. thought. You are responsible for your first action. Yeah. Just a, I we're getting passionate. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But that's what you meant. Correct. Right, right, right. Hey, y'all. Me again, missed you. This podcast, I don't know if you know, but it's sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming. You know, at this point, therapy is not really optional, but because it was only available in such an archaic way and in such an elitist way until now, people are out there not even knowing they can get therapy online. With BetterHelp, it's customized to your needs. Mm. It offers video, phone, even live chat sessions Mm -hmm. with your therapist so you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Yeah, It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Good for you listeners. Get 10% (laughs) off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Whitney. That's BetterHelp.com slash Whitney. And if you can't spell help, they can't help you. And you know what's really funny when you're with your BetterHelp counselor is uh, starting the session off with, well... You better help. <laughs> they love it. Better therapy is to do like six two. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if I find out a guy's in therapy, mm. I'm like, that's Ooh. yeah, yeah. You know, just put it in your hinge profiles, everyone. So speaking of best fiends, <laughs> once you download Best Fiends, you can play it anywhere, and you know this, mm-hmm. but I need to remind you because you're not listening. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't listen. Right. Even without an internet connection which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi, which we almost always are. Correct. Not because we don't pay the bills, (laughs) not because we don't have a team of people (laughs) whose only job is to make sure we get Mm Wi-Fi. Doesn't matter, okay? (laughs) Wi-Fi 
is a sham. Mm -hmm. It's never worked. Right. It never will work. So look, I am the kind of person who needs my brain to be engaged at all times. Mm -hmm. It's called running from demons. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But the point is, I, I can't deal with the fact that sometimes I'm on a plane and there's no Wi-Fi. Sometimes it, I'm at the American specifically terminal, there's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> I have liability right. insurance, don't give a shit. And um, <laughs> sometimes I'm at my own house. And you know what? The other day, got on a plane, was working away on the plane. Ooh, like Dibbity a busy, tap. busy mm -hmm. little chipmunk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got all kinds of things coming down the pipeline. Mm -hmm. Took my computer out because I'm gonna take care of myself because I'm a big girl. Mm -hmm. And I put the computer in the back pocket of the oh, thing. Mm -hmm. I know how this ends. Yep. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yesterday, I had to seriously say to Alex, he's, he's, we were like trying to watch something, the new Carlin documentary or something. I was like, oh, I just, I can't get the TV to work. And he's like, just use your computer. And I was like, oh, my computer's at the airport. <laughs> Like that's just something that comes out of my mouth on a regular. Mm -hmm. It's there like most of the most of my shit yeah. is at the airport. Yeah, that's true. Collect tons of fiends that you get powered up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges. There are thousands of puzzles to play. I'm on level 200. That is very impressive. Seems Download like you and the new guy are spending a lot of quality time together. <laughs> Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. You're welcome. This is over. <laughs> we are doing this mass shaming, town square hanging, yeah. Roman Coliseum. Coliseum. I don't like that you cheated on your husband, therefore you murdered yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, your yeah. second husband. Right. That's mm -hmm. not how it works. Like okay. our brain wants to take shortcuts and I'm very anti-shortcut because that's not emotionally sober and that's what we do to feel better about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You cheated on your boyfriend, therefore you're a fucking murderer and right. you're over. Yeah. I, and I'm gonna say this again, I've been accused of a lot of things that I didn't do and a lot which of, as a justice person is the worst possible but as an totally. actor but to say like she did this she made this joke therefore she did this she said this thing on a red carpet therefore she did this mm -hmm. like our brain wants to do that but it's cheap and it's unintelligent and mm -hmm. i always on this podcast am going to want to go for intelligent let's play at the top of our intelligence mm -hmm. and so look i also think it's important to identify red flags. I think there's okay. a huge lesson. Watching Amber testify mm -hmm. really made me grow. Totally. Because I do, it, it, let's say all this happened to her. Okay. Let's say it all happened. Mm -hmm. The way that she is describing it is undermining her. She's undermining herself by the way that she's saying it. So right. one of the biggest red flags in ACA, Al-Anon, uh, Code of Recovery is people that exaggerate. So, and the way that they say it and the words that they choose to use. Mm -hmm. So if you are truly abused or something truly bad happens to you by your boss or your coworker or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it, the onus is on you, sorry, mm -hmm. to be clear and right. concise and unemotional. And that's so, also why, sorry, but that's no, also please. why it's so important to like record everything, document everything, like journal, write it all down, whatever it is, because... Also, when you're in a like repetitive traumatic situation like that, your brain will literally forget things and will mm -hmm. like create false memories. It will it will leave things out. It will add things in. Like you will literally just forget what actually happened. So unless you have like a real time sort of like explanation to yourself of what was going down, mm -hmm. 
just by the nature of being traumatized, your brain will work to protect you Correct. from your own trauma. Correct. And so it will it will change your lived experience in your head. We just had Moran Surf on the oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a neuroscientist. Yes. We're not just a couple of horrors saying this. Mm-hmm. Neuroscientists <laughs> I am. I mean. are <laughs> said um, very clearly that every time we tell a story, we change the story based on what people respond right, every to. Right, we share a memory. And we exaggerate it. I'm right. not saying she's exaggerating, right. but the way that she is saying something is undermining what she is saying. Totally. And I think that for women... Men in mm-hmm. business, when you're talking to your boss, mm-hmm. when you're talking to your coworker, when you're talking to your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, whatever, as soon as you get start exaggerating mm-hmm. or uh, using words that are histrionic for hyperbolic. no reason, and hyperbolic, exactly, and making yourself, um, uh, for lack of a better word, a fucking valley girl. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also worth noting this because when you are on a first, second, third, fourth, and fifth date, if people mm-hmm. talk like this, get the fuck out because you're next. This was 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, that, did, that did come up when they were showing her like photo evidence where the metadata had been redacted and she was like well, look like I can't I can't that's a picture of wine spilled on the floor I can't tell you when that is because you redacted the metadata but you've had 10 years totally to totally but she's like to how would I know which floor this is and like what what bottle of wine this was on what like given night that wine was thrown in all of the nights that wine. Okay, were but thrown. you're saying you knew everything about everything else. You, right. No, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. We're you saying should, yeah. You should have sent an email. Right. You documented most that's the other thing. Right. You documented everything when he was sleeping every night, but not right. that. Like right. you it, it is the onus on you to um advocate for yourself mm-hmm. and know what the fuck you're talking about mm-hmm. in every scenario. Measure twice, mm-hmm. cut once, one on one. Right. So there's a difference between, I'm a, I, you know me, I'm a language dork. There yeah. is a difference between punching and slapping. Yes. There yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Yeah. They're both illegal they're, to both genders, mm-hmm. but if it's a slap, you can't say punch. Right. And it's important as you move forward in life that words matter. Um, what is it? Is the four agreements your word is law? Uh, say what the fuck you're saying right. yeah. and stop with the verbal diarrhea. Right. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Just You can say, I need a second. Mm-hmm. May I have a second to think about this? Do not say something before you're ready to say it. Yeah. Because if you say, he punched me. And then Camille, his lawyer goes, well, he has rings on every finger. Mm-hmm. If it was a slap and you had said that, you would have been fine. If all of this is true, yeah. she's undermining herself. Sure. So yeah. my point is, learn how to not undermine yourself in your work, in your relationships, in your family situations. Because... Our families that are our narcissistic family members are fucking that have cast us in our role as the daughter that was a mess and now isn't like you have to actively play defense on the stereotypes against you on your own past, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you have got to be impeccable with your word. That's what it's called Mm -hmm. in the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Know what the fuck you're going to say. Shut your mouth until you know what you're going to say, because you're just going to embarrass and undermine yourself. Mm -hmm. So people are waiting for her to fuck up. And she's not taking that into account. You cannot use the fact that, like, I'm a girl, so I should be able to be vague and sloppy just because I'm a woman. That's just not how it works anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it never worked that way. And you also to never admit wrongdoing is a red flag. So if you're in a relationship with someone that is, that is this ostensibly, according to her, yeah. abusive, conniving, disgusting, da da you have to be able to say, like, I had a part in this. Right. And mm-hmm. until you can, Completely. you're fucked. Well, that's why it's so important to ask people that you're dating about, like, their past relationships. Yes! Because if they go, like, Oh my God, he was a narcissist. He was a piece of shit. All he did was lie to me. Like all he did was do this. Like, but you stayed for four years. That is likely true. Like, like if you are, if that is your lived experience and that is true, it is probably very like 
traumatic and like I understand that. However, if you if you claim innocence and don't say like don't own the fact that like you had a part in that or like I egged him on, I thought it was like attractive when he would get aggressive. Like it's if you don't own the parts of it that you did play a part in. We both in, drank a lot. He was totally, hot. He was older than me. Totally. I, he had money. Takes like two to tango. And I got confused. But also when people that are not psychiatrists start diagnosing their yeah. Oh, yeah. Which it, th- that to me is tricky. The more someone else accuses someone of being a narcissist. Mm. Tricky. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can like the, the malignant narcissism, malignant right. narcissism are right. slightly different. Right. But narcissism is something that I think is like it's like the new random. People just kind of like throw that word around. And they don't really know what it means. It's like gaslighting. Correct. Yeah. Psychopath, sociopath. Totally. Like it's a little bit tricky of a. Um, thing to just like throw around, which yeah. is just another sidebar that's hilarious to me, is that this that no psychiatrists agree on everything. It's so well, well, but, well, but, but they that, agree with whoever hired them. I was gonna say that gets into the thing that expert witnesses. That is such an insane like as someone fact, that is an aspiring expert witness. Mm, how dare you? And I think you would be great at it. Excellent, excellent. I would just be like, I've witnessed this trial for five minutes, and I already know everything. But like the fact know. that these people are being paid to get on the sand and like. Like one of the legal teams is paying them. It's not like they're doing this pro bono. It's right, 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 right. the state but is how paying much? them. Do we know? I think it's usually a lot. That's wild to me because it's no amount of money to me is worth being full of shit or being biased, especially as a psychiatrist. I mean, it's weird because the the psychiatrist Curry, who was Johnny Depp's psychiatrist, mm-hmm. I have to be honest, I think that people are being wildly unfair to her just because she's pretty and maybe mm-hmm. had some work done. Not mm-hmm. triggered. Um, mm-hmm. But... And then the uh, Amber psychiatrist mm-hmm. is, you know, has not put a ton of work into her appearance. I'm just going to fucking say it. And everyone's taken her more seriously. But she is the one that actually is using bogus science. So she's mm-hmm. going she in order to do the um, trauma, uh, PTSD the PTSD evaluation, evaluation yeah. according to the rules that are made. I'm not saying the rules are perfect. Mm-hmm. You have to do it within a year of the trauma. Mm-hmm. And right. she did not do it within a year of the trauma. And she's like, oh, well, I jogged Amber's memory so that it would be in a year of a trauma. Like, right. that's, not, that's not real. So it's weird because I look, I'm just going to call myself out. I looked at her and I was like, she probably knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. The, Curry is pretty. Mm-hmm. And she probably knows less of what she's talking about. I, that's literally what I thought. I was mm-hmm. like, well, what does this bitch know? Like, she's pretty. She's got... Mac lip gloss on. She mm-hmm. like did her right. hair. She's right. she has great highlights. Great so contour. what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck does she know? And then I saw the other one, and I was like, oh, this bitch knows what's up. Right. But mm-hmm. she is the one that actually conducted the test completely improperly, mm-hmm. and then tried to backtrack. She didn't even make notes in the fucking shit. They were like, you left all these blank, and she's like, well, I. Uh, written it somewhere else. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, but I found myself wanting to believe her so much more because she yeah. didn't put an effort into her appearance. Yeah, that's an interesting introspective acknowledgement. Hate myself. Like, um, I would just like to say that um, everybody's salty because Amber scored in the 98th percentile of the PTSD test <laughs> because she's an overachiever and she worked really hard at it. <laughs> so also I will say... I, it really pisses me off. Anyone listening to this is like, Whitney's anti-woman. It is so fucking fishy to me when someone banks on, well, I'm a woman, so no one can challenge me. Oh, or else sure. they're sexist or they're abusers. Mm-hmm. And so this whole I'm invincible because I'm a woman thing is the yeah. worst thing to happen to women. You know, yeah. the mm-hmm. idea is the idea is to be equal, not superior. Mm-hmm. And you're right. trying to be superior. And I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. Right. You know, and so I think that um, 
I think it's important to talk about human magnet syndrome. Okay. Uh, human magnet syndrome is basically there's there's two books that I think if anyone is like captivated by this and like like me uh, or has any kind of like um, I hate the word triggered, um, but any kind of like Reaction. wanting to understand what happened here. Okay. There's a book called Getting the Love You Want by Harville Hendricks, which is a game changer. Or if you mm -hmm. find yourself being in, in relationships where you're like, I this is dramatic. This is painful. Mm -hmm. This is diminishing marginal returns. Yet I can't leave. And I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Getting the Love You Want, which mm -hmm. by Harville Hendricks, we're all attracted to people who have the negative qualities of our primary caretakers until we do some kind of healing. Mm -hmm. And then number two, human magnet syndrome, which is like if you're magnetically attracted to someone and you're kind of not sure why and you can't leave even if you wanted to mm -hmm. and you're exhausted and all you do is fight, etc. Mm -hmm. Please read that. There's a couple things that... Um, when you're in a situation where you're constantly trying to change someone, where you're constantly trying to fix someone, rescue someone, doing the three M's, mothering, martyring, and micromanaging, which is what I heard in all those recordings. Ooh, that's, I have actually have a choker. Like, you know how you have one with your dog's names on it? I have one that says that. I have mothering, 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 micromanaging. Yes. Yes. I have one that says Amber Heard. Okay, keep doing Gaslight it to me. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, no, yours is never feels heard. Um, <laughs> Amber never feels heard. <laughs> oh, her there. name is Miss Heard. I'm like, I get why you feel like no one hears See? you. See? I know. It's your it's name. It's trial. Your name is a, is traumatic. Oh, um, so there's little things, like little tools, like for, you know, 28 days, you need to extricate yourself from the situation to mm -hmm. essentially desensitize yourself and lower your tolerance to the adrenaline that the chaos is making for you. But mm -hmm. also the same way that like a postpartum de depression is very, very real. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people, a lot of women that I know are like, I'm also just so fucking tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not always a, a matter of diagnostics. But a lot of yeah. times yeah. it is absolutely chemical. But a lot of women I know are like, I think I was just sleep deprived. So when you're in toxic relationships, a lot of times you're just sleep deprived and you cannot fucking make proper judgments. Mm -hmm. You're drinking, you're using drugs, you're this, you're that. You're like, so many things. Get, uh, uh, pull your shit together for 28 days. Stop mm -hmm. doing substances. Try to find a way to sleep eight hours and then start making some decisions. I know. If we Sounds can... like a tall order for aqua woman. <laughs> for someone, um, like for someone that normally sleeps 18 hours. Hey, listen, I'm coming from the place of Amber Camp this whole show. <laughs> Uh, and you, you guys don't know I'm joking. I'm going to put it in the bio. You just brought up Hitler for no reason earlier. Let's stop talking about camps. <laughs> so I think it's also a big thing that I can be helpful for with you guys is that when you get into a relationship, number one, look for all the red flags. If someone in a relationship yeah. is only blaming their exes and takes no totally. responsibility for their own shit. If somebody... Um, uh, is only blaming others. If someone exaggerates, mm -hmm. it was like the worst day of my life. Okay. He, th my boss was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. My boss was the meanest person on earth. That's mm -hmm. how two-year-olds talk. Right. Instead of, my boss was kind of toxic. We didn't get along. We didn't yeah. get along. Whatever it is. My boss was the meanest person ever. It was the worst time of my life. Right. You know what I mean? If that was the worst time of your life, your life is going pretty well. Yeah. So also important to know your partner's love language. I know this sounds dorky. Uh -huh, and conflict uh -huh. resolution strategy. Uh -huh, when uh -huh. I hear them fighting. By the way, as soon as you start recording your fights, get out. Yeah. Red flag. Talk red about flag. red flag. <laughs> Speaking of which. Number one. <laughs> And know their conflict resolution strategy. If you and your partner do not have a compatible conflict resolution strategy, you guys cannot. Emily and I have had conflicts before. We have a compatible conflict resolution strategy. Holding hands and crying. Holding hands, crying. Naked. In, in the bathtub. <laughs> uh, while, and then we write do more. But, <laughs> 
<laughs> and we fuck and it's done. And so <laughs> it's we imp- scissor. It's important to understand um, that uh, I look, I am as of now, I am fearful avoidant in, mm. in, in with someone else, with someone that's preoccupied. I'm fearful avoidant. So that means mm. if someone is really obsessed with solving the problem with me, yeah. I have I need oh, a, I need sure. space. Okay. It's, it's smothering to me. It exhausts me. Okay. I feel um, uh, pressure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel pressure. Right. But if someone is fearful avoidant, I get preoccupied and I want the person to, yeah. okay. you know, know what I'm saying? Okay. So your attachment strategy and your uh, conflict resolution strategy changes. George Haas, um, Alan on ACA can help you with this kind of stuff. Your mm-hmm. love language is also a big one. So when someone, so to me, when she said uh, his assistant texted me, right. mm-hmm. he was going to be late or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Sorry to do that impression of her. She doesn't sound like that. She mm-hmm. speaks in like a kind of an English. She speaks she like was, an angel. She speaks like she's from Troy. <laughs> she's Helena. Yeah, exactly. I'd fight an army for her. And so, <laughs> I don't know. I I'd stick myself I'm in a horse for that girl. I love that all blondes just like support all blondes. It's like there's a weird fucking call because you guys know you're going down in a blaze of glory. And so, <laughs> the Maryland effect. What was I saying? Oh, uh, love. When you heard her say, um, his assistant texted me he was going to be five yes. minutes late. I go, holy shit. Her love language is communication and words right. of affirmation. Right. That is not mine right. in the slightest. Mm-hmm. If my dude's oh, assistant fine. texted yeah. me, I'd be like, he's an assistant. Like, <laughs> hot. I love this. Yeah. He's going to be late. That's why I you're will... always sending me nudes and then being like, for these Alex. <laughs> I'd be like, please leak these <laughs> to um, Twitter.com. Delisted. I don't even know what the thing is. What Jared, is it? What's Jared. Just Jared, I don't even know. And so, um, so I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't need words of affirmation. Right. I don't need you to tell me you love me. In fact, right. when people give me words of affirmation, quote, it makes me suspicious. Why do oh, you have to say it? Right. Oh, oh man. Right. That's I'm, a big, I, I'm a big words of affirmation. See, I am not. Because anyone yeah. can. I grew up Amber with. Amber and I are big I, words of affirmation people. I grew up with anyone can say anything. Mm-hmm. And mm. I'll believe it. Mm. Your yeah, actions. I mean, I, that's true, but I still believe it. But your actions <laughs> are the only thing I believe. So right. I go. Don't tell. Why are you telling right. me you love me? Right. I would know if it was true. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and mm-hmm. Alex and I, we got in many fights about this because mm-hmm. he'd be like, "I love you," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll let you know when you love me." Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear Pump it. The Briggs, there, buddy. That's every guy's ma- dream. This guy, I know he love. I feel manipulated. Mm-hmm. I don't tell me that. Right. I, I'll know. I'll. Right. That was our whole thing. I'll tell you when you love me. When I feel it, I'll know. Virgo, insane. Double Virgo. <laughs> how dare you? Um. And then for me, uh, my love language is gifts. Mm, yes, that that's is very true. true. I that yeah. I can't necessarily tell you how I feel about you. Right, I right, can't right, necessarily right. communicate it. Right. But right. I you can say I bought this Lisa Frank bedazzled but t-shirt. Here is this weird bedazzled corset t-shirt. Yeah. Right, which is you've thought, been you've been on the receiving end of a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of a bedazzled with a bra built in, which I think was like the main message of that. Yes. <laughs> please wear a bra. We're like we're really tired of it. Like, please. Your tits, are, your tits are very saggy, Grace. <laughs> um, and I go, oh my God, this, I know this would make this person happy mm-hmm. and I want to give this person a gift. I yeah. did it before I had any kind of resources. I love doing it because I my thing is words fail. Mm-hmm. I grew up hearing a bunch of words that were mm-hmm. incongruous with people's actions. Mm-hmm. And I go, words mean nothing. Okay. I want to see your eye. So I always go like, I know this is going to make you happy. Right, right, right. You know, so that's right. that's mine. It's right. it, it's not, yours aren't worse than mine. Right. Your love language, it mm-hmm. doesn't Just matter. Different. But if you guys are not able it, to yeah. receive love language, yeah. I also don't like receiving gifts, which is weird. Sure. Um, I mm-hmm. only- And that's tricky 
as we except the dipty candle, keep those coming. As Emily. your as your uh, <laughs> you know you know taking a break from my bombastic uh, die at the hill of Amber bit right now. Um, it is tricky when your love languages are different because. I try to match your love language. And I'm like, well, Whitney's yeah. love language is gift giving. So I should give her a gift. Then I go, Emily, you're taking away my ability right. to debt myself. Right. Right. I right. want to buy my own dip right. tea candle so that right. I feel the adrenaline of spending too much on a candle. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm so And just like Amber, we've both been <laughs> persecuted. <laughs> so, so. It's important to know in your friendships, your uh, work relationships, and you have to do this work. I'm sorry. Mm. You do. The, the We have too many tools. We have too much research as a society for you to be like, oh, I did the best I could. I just love too much. If you didn't love in a way that they understand, right. it doesn't fucking matter. And mm -hmm, you get right? no points for that. And you're not a martyr and you're not a victim. Mm -hmm. Or you're martyring yourself and you're not a victim. So it's like, I get to learn, okay, Emily's love language is word of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Grace's love affirmation or love language is physical touch. Tickets to, to Coachella. That's it. Uh, <laughs> tickets pass tickets to, Coachella. to a pool where you buy clothes and silver. I don't know. Calvin Harris. I don't fucking know. Calvin Harris. Um, yeah. He's dead. I can introduce you to Anne Hathaway on Corden that one night. That is my love language. <laughs> That's the only one. But you have to understand if you really are having this much discord, right. there is a love language dissonance. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that there are any two love languages that are incompatible, but if you aren't understanding where the other person is coming from and what the other person is looking for, that's when you are running into problems. Yeah, you're going right. I, the same way that people on Twitter and people in the zeitgeist now want everyone to talk the way that they talk, vote the way they vote. Right. I want you to love the way I love. I want you to live the way I live. I want you to make the choices the way I make choices without any concept of like, let me understand why you think that way because right. I love you so much. I want to learn. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. if it's not just like kismet, you guys both are on the same page constantly, mm -hmm. like it's pointless. Like, like my dude needs words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. I hate doing it, <laughs> but I have to figure it out. So does your showrunner. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, but I have to say that sometimes. For sure. We both yeah, know yeah, yeah. I was right, but right, you right, need right, me right. to say I'm sorry. Right, right, right. So I, I need to go regroup right. and read Stella right. Adler's acting book so that I can come back <laughs> and, and try to say Watch this masterclass. Well, oh for the longest time, I was like, I'm not sorry. Do you want me to say I'm sorry? And then later... I'm going to lose respect for you because you accept an apology that I was obviously just saying because that's your fucking love language, you nerd. Yeah, that and, sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, so, but <laughs> you have to eat a dick sometimes. Mm. I mean, I won't, if his love language is sucking dick, that's I my won't other do that. Favorite Bible verse. <laughs> I would do anything. <laughs> okay, so no. those are the very, okay, wait, but what else? Do you have anything else before I interrupt you? Here are the red flags about Amber Heard. And these, I am making <laughs> oh, jokes. Oh, I'm going to put my oh, earmuffs on. I am making I feel like you do have a pair of earmuffs, you fucking <laughs> ski lodge whore. So, number one. <laughs> she. <laughs> so. It's ski lodge My little like snow bunny. <laughs> she did make fun of him crying. There is a clip of her going like, I walked in and like, he was sobbing, crying, like a grown man was like crying. And before I know it, he starts crying. And you know, like I, I had never seen an adult man cry. Um, I didn't even, 
really see my dad cry at my grandma's funeral. You know, it just, it's weird. And he's crying. Uh, tears, I mean, just falling out of his eyes. He gets down on his knees and he grabs my hands and he's touching my hands and he's saying to me, I will never do that again. I'm so sorry, baby. I, I put the fucker away. I thought I killed it and it's, it's done. I, 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 I thought I put the monster away and I've done it before. It's done. But on his knees. That's tricky to me. Mm -hmm. Jim saying. So mm -hmm. if you're a woman that is accusing man of being like a toxic, abusive male and like him crying is like a mm. turn off to you. Right. So for a lot of people that have personality disorders, etc., don't like when other people cry. Mm. It makes them pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Feel pressure and mm -hmm. they don't get to be the victim in the scenario. Taking a quick break to mm. talk about my corns. So... <laughs> I have a perfect five on Wiki Feed. I believe mm -hmm. it's five out of five. Very impressive. Mm -hmm. If it's out of 10, this... I'm going to need to go take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm just finding that out. No, don't put any more stress on your feet. It is almost, <laughs> it is almost impossible for me to find comfortable shoes. That's why I always mm -hmm. wear sneakers. I have very wide feet. I just yeah. do. I'm a 10 wide. I can only wear certain sneakers. I can't wear a lot of the, the men. Manolo, oh. Jimmy, yes. Christian. Right. Nope. They make these little tiny things. I have giant feet. These Rothy's shoes, which I think they got famous at first because Angelina Jolie wore a pair mm. on a plane. If someone yeah, with a yeah, billion yeah. dollars is right. like, these are yeah. the shoes I'm wearing, you know, yeah. something's good. They are so, look how, okay, so see how they look thin? Mm -hmm. And then you put your foot Stretchy. in them. Stretchy. I yeah. know, but my foot, do you see how wide my foot goes? Yeah. yeah. And you walk and it's just so comfortable. Yeah. They're the and they bend. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's the they best. Bend. Good to yeah. pack. Great was, for packing. I was just in New York for three weeks. I had not New York for two days. I put <laughs> them, like folded weeks. them up, mm -hmm. jammed them on either side of my backpack. Yeah. Yep. And guess what? Not that I've ever spilled anything because I'm right. not a klutzy nope. person and right. I'm not Never. a mindless idiot who don't knocks stuff shirt. over. Don't and I don't shirt. have six or seven beverages around me at all times no. that are open but completely full. So you can pop them in the washing machine. <gasps> Bam! Oh, there's huge. one in my house somewhere. They are the perfect <laughs> shoes for commuting and traveling, and everyone notices that. Have you seen the, I, I got, when I wear the leopard print one, I get stopped on the street. People lose their minds. Yeah. There's a, there's like all these different print ones. One is, is it leopard or cheetah? I don't know. Yes. Well, yeah, and you get stopped in the street. You get stopped at, you know, like on planes. You get stopped mm -hmm. in airports. You get stopped everywhere because you can wear these literally everywhere. Mm -hmm. Discover the yeah. versatile styles that you can wear. Like I said, absolutely anywhere. And get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Whitney's. Classic. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Whitney for $20 off your first order. Classic. I feel like Emily is thriving in her life. Because with Thrive Market, you can shop everything from healthy pantry essentials and sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning products and beauty products all delivered right to your door. So usually, mm -hmm. I am trying very hard to eat healthy. Yeah. Um, I really do. People always ask about my energy level. It really is about what you put in your body and how you're going to fuel yourself. Yesterday, I had to do this shoot, whatever. 
I always have with me these Mary's Gone Crackers. Oh, man. Always. I am obsessed. You I can't see those without thinking of you. That, me neither. I just am at a point where I have no excuses with eating garbage anymore. Mm -hmm. And I also buy from Thrive Market to get a bunch of stuff, throw it in my bag when I travel so I'm not eating trash in hotel rooms. Genius. Almond flour, cauliflower mm -hmm. powder. I mean, I dare you to find gluten in any of these yeah. boxes. They're making crackers out of things I didn't even know you could make crackers out of. You know what I mean? Adrenochrome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's my but favorite flavor. Here's the thing. Usually when you try to be healthy with what you put in your body, on your body, you get punished by having to right. go to seven different websites. Right. thousand right. percent. You have to go to Trader Joe's. You have right. to go to right. Whole Foods. You have to yeah. go to the co-op. You have well, to go to the, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing I, is when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community. You are joining a community of one million other members and sponsoring a family in need oh, at wow, the same time. Incredible. Yeah, they have that, a little charitable aspect to it. So not only do you not have to run all over town looking for your little seeds and nuts, right. <laughs> but you can also help people while you do it at one convenient place. You yeah, guys, if anything, it may, you don't have to go to the farmers market. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that's the farmers market is not romantic. <laughs> Stop. Stop saying you won't go on a date to the is a fucking million market. Join Thrive Market oh today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, okay. T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash dive to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash dive, thrivemarket.com slash dive. That can't be right. That can't, that can't be right. But I've said it thrice. Why can't it be right? And thus it is so. Thrive Market. Dive. Why would it be dive? And dive? Thrive, because thrive rhymes with dive. Let me just, I mean, I pulled it right from the copy, but God, That doesn't week. make a lot of sense. Thrive mm -hmm. market slash di what dive. If I, what if I try, what if I dive try? Yeah, go, yeah, that's smarter, that's smarter. Try it. There's Brown no way up. I could have fucked that up that many times. It goes to the website. It does? Yeah. Okay, then we're good. Okay, now back to us. Was anyone here in debate club? Nope. Sometimes you're assigned the role you don't want to fight for and okay. you have to do it. And that okay. is what I'm doing for everyone today. <laughs> Number four. Johnny so you're Depp. Um, who, what, Tammy Cray Baker? Johnny Depp made a movie called Rango what? about a beloved <laughs> animated chameleon. Talk about looking at things granularly. Chameleons are <laughs> masters of deception. So such a great point. Number sure, two. Sure, sure. Both, people, both of these people win prizes for how good they are at lying. We well, get it, Johnny. Chameleon culture is your costume. What's that mean? Wait, hold on, well, hold on. he appropriated chameleons. I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have a lot to work with. Well, his costume so need... is Sinbad at the Apollo. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them dress like they're on the road to perdition. <laughs> it's weird. First of all, to Whitney, make, first of all, to your point, imagine watching this trial as a sommelier. <laughs> You made that very small, smart point yesterday. I'm just obsessed with who would be more uh, obsessed with slash shocked at this trial than this kid is mm. a sommelier. Mm -hmm. Because all, imagine. All the wine. This wine, it was thrown against the wall. Imagine being a sommelier. Which, by the way, she's learning to be a sommelier or she's getting. She's like in sommelier class, yeah. Well, it's getting spilled all around her all the time. She may as well learn. She might as well learn what the fuck it is. I As we say in writers' room, I bump. I bump on. I bump. I bump. I bump on. He spent twelve thousand dollars on bottles of wine. He had them flown in on private jets, and then he threw them across the room. You just have to make sure your shit is bulletproof. 
As someone that has dated a lot of addicts, stop being jealous. Rug. I have a dog shirt that matches my mug. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, people love me. Uh, you don't waste your substance. So that's where I bump. The only blind spot is that you are so, you have worked so hard on yourself yeah. and you have done so much work that it seems crazy to you that someone else wouldn't take advantage of those tools and do that. Like yeah. it's yeah. you can get a book at a library and start this work. Like right. you can sure. talk to a better help counselor, promo code Whitney and do this work. Yeah. But I think... Uh, some people are still so in the dark. Like you do say something all the time that makes a lot of sense. Like after doing Al-Anon, everyone seems crazy. What is the thing that you, what is that? Um, I'm miss saying it. Uh, I'm not sure. It's like, um, the like you're, you're so angry at other, like you get angry at other people because you're like, when I they saw haven't. this light. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you seeing it? I didn't it? see it. I was, I was, I was put in a situation where I had to, and I, I don't want to. Some people, blame, know, but, but that's the but thing. Here, but that's the thing is that, like, I see what you're saying. Like, it, it make, reminds me of a situation when I was in college, like, which was sort of, like, I went to college kind of during the Me Too movement. I like started college before that happened. We get it, brag, 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 brag. Whatever. Okay, I'm literally the youngest person we alive. We get it. Um, Who dresses like the oldest person alive? <laughs> it's silk. Is that um, B. Arthur from B. Arthur's estate? Yes, exactly. But um, but but it was sort of like it was kind of just at the beginning of like mandatory like sexual assault training and like that kind of thing happening on college campuses, which is obviously a good thing. But like Mm -hmm. I remember being in this situation where like I had been really drunk and hooked up with somebody Mm -hmm. and like didn't feel great about it, but was talking with um, my roommate about it and like these two older girls who lived in our dorm. And like I was sort of like making a joke out of it. And one of them just looked at me and was like, you don't have to laugh about this if you don't want to. Right. Sure. Yeah. And it's that thing. And in that moment, I was like, oh, I don't know what that was. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't assault. I would never call it that. Like, it, it but it was a gray Violating, area that made yeah. me really uncomfortable and I felt violated. Sure. And so it was like, oh, I never realized that, like, I, that's, like, it was, it was like naming it to taming it. Like, it was, that mm-hmm. was the first time that I felt empowered to, like, claim that experience as something that I had had. And then yes. to, like, then that helps me to move forward and, like, understand it. But sometimes it takes somebody else or something else happening to, like, make you realize that something that had happened in the past that your first inclination was to laugh about is not necessarily was disturbing. funny to you. Yeah. And I also think it's it's my um, uh, role as Auntie Whitney, big sister, to mm-hmm. go, okay, you said it felt violating. Mm-hmm. And then you go, feelings aren't facts. Yeah. Are they facts? Right. It might be a fact. Right. And you totally. might be minimizing because totally. a big trauma response, totally. it's either to minimize right. or exaggerate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at someone, I think, think in this trial that's exaggerating, mm. my instinct is to minimize. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's also a trauma response that's not healthy or good. Completely. But when it goes, someone violated me, now it is my choice to see if I'm going to re-violate myself with this. Absolutely. And make sure this is permanent for the rest of my life. So yeah. it is new. Yeah. It is new that it when I was 22 mm-hmm. and had that same thing happen to me mm-hmm. um, three years ago, um, <laughs> am I going to tweet about it? Right. Or am right. I going to don't just do something, sit there? Am but I going to go, still, you know what? But if you're still sick, then you tweet about it. Totally. Which is why I'm having this this yeah. podcast to go, if something horrible happened to you in college or like that, whatever, right. document everything, Take a beat. send emails, yeah. and then decide, do I want this person right. to haunt me till I'm 36? You're going to be violated at some point in your life. It's mm-hmm. not about if, it's about when. Mm-hmm. Man, woman, whatever the fuck, totally. you're going to feel it. Whether it's a feeling or a fact, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to decide, am I going to further violate myself by making this my permanent internet 
imprint yeah, right. or my permanent story I decided in my head. Right. And you're at a crossroads where you can go, you know what? We both were, I, I look at a couple and I'm trying not to minimize ever again, because if someone's a predator that I witness being a predator and can hurt other people, I think I've made very clear that, that do I something. do something yeah. about it. Yeah. Yes. But if I go, you know what? <laughs> as much as I want to, as, as good as it feels to be a victim, mm-hmm. oh no, I was your face, he was your face. Should he have done, made different decisions? Yes. Right. Yeah. Should I have made des- different decisions? Totally. Yes. The best thing for my mental state yeah. is to, not, is to not rewrite the story, to right. go like, you know what? I don't think this is someone that is a psychopath or a sociopath or someone that is- Gonna harm somebody else. Gonna harm somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I I sh- I, I should have, could have, would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have been more clear. I didn't have the tools right. yet. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. And but I, then once you learn those things, the next time you're in a situation that feels similar, yes. you go, I'm actually going to go. I w- Here's the thing. You cannot spend your life hoping the other person will just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that right. way. It doesn't. Right. And so it's a hard lesson to learn when you go, I just hope this person does the right thing. This is why mm-hmm. I do equine therapy. I mean, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. The other, like, it. I, I wish silence wasn't a yes. Mm-hmm. I wish, right. I'm just going to go along with this and hope this person just realizes it will yeah. never happen with right. your best friend, right. with your boss, with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend. They'll just come to their senses eventually. Right, right. That is like Alanonic thinking that has yeah. taken me so long. If I just sit here and take it, this person will realize how mean they're being. If I just sit mm-hmm. here and take it, this person They'll will- realize I'm being violated. Will yeah. realize that I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, right. If I just sit here, those days are over. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? And yeah. I wish I, I, maybe the tides are changing and I I don't know, you know, because now there's like consent apps and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But- you know, I, I can't overstate how much evidence I have that if you just sit there and do the right thing, uh, that other person will not right, do the right, right thing. Right, right, right. Based on yeah, you I waiting think, around. I think the issue then it, becomes like, and not at, not at all saying this in like a victim blamey way, like like the, the issue then is like if you have the tools and the wherewithal to be able to do that. Most of us don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Most of us don't. Right. I didn't right. fight, flight, and freeze. Right. right. I was not fight until much later in life. I right. was freeze my entire teenage years, yeah. my college years. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that these difficult, tricky conversations are about like, know what you come from, mm-hmm. know what you're up against, mm-hmm. know what your internalized need to be liked, compliant. We are wired to not want to be the squeaky wheel. Mm-hmm. We are wired, men are wired to not want to be the bitch mm-hmm. who says I'm abused by a woman. And women are wired to not want to be abused by the man or difficult or right. shrill right. or right. annoying right. or, um, and when you say that, it's interesting to me because it's disappointing because I feel like I I came up at a time um, where if, uh, if you made out with a guy mm-hmm. and didn't, yeah. Fuck him. Right. You gave him you, blue balls. Right. You were physically hurting this man. Right. And right. you just were like, I well, okay. I'm, I still have like a fucked up thing about that. I'm I mean, like, that's if how you it, get a boner, then that's my responsibility. That's my no, responsibility. Which is yeah. so I have yeah. to handle it. Fucked yeah. up. And You're if like, my niece oh, if like, my niece ever felt that way, I'd murder someone. Like I it's crazy. They, yeah. The guys yeah. would keel over and be like, oh yeah, like as right. if they can't just go jerk off. Yeah, it's right. like that's your fucking problem, bro. Totally. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like gorgeous. So much all. Fucking and, I'll give you a picture of my I'll give you my headshot. But like the but I think it's really important to know like the guilt of like oh, I turned you on. I I took it this far, but then but 
what we do in the equine therapy side is like you can say no at any moment. Yeah. yeah. You can leave at any moment you yeah. want. Yeah. But this paralysis that comes over us. And I think that that's the biggest conversation with all this is like, like we have to decide how much agency we have. Yeah. I want to be able to run the world and have my finger on the nuke button, but I can't leave if I'm uncomfortable. All joking aside, like yeah. if you're feeling this way, like get a book, right? You know what I mean? Like, go you know oh, what I mean? And especially somebody in this situation, like nobody, I can't imagine that there would, like you were, like you were saying that there would be any or many people in their lives who would have the incentive to say, also you need to get help. Truly the only, like, not the only reason I do this podcast, but like the reason you always see me coming back to this is mm -hmm. because it's like, when I see women, men, whatever, not achieving the goals they achieved, I'm like, did you lose six years on an addictive relationship right. mm -hmm. where you wasted a bunch of time right. fighting with some fucking girl or some fucking guy instead of like doing the work? A boring relationship is how a great career is made right. yeah. you know right. you look Will at Ferrell, you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah well, that's like, like that's like I anxious just, attachment 101 and secure attachment feels correct. fucking boring correct, I, I, correct. It's, it is such a correct. it's such a massive like as correct. somebody with an extremely anxious attachment style like it is such a hurdle to get over because you go on a date with somebody and like it might be a perfectly fine date you might have a nice time whatever but like the spark's not there you're like yeah. where's the excitement like I know that they're going to text me tomorrow. That's so fucking boring. Like, yeah. ugh, like they're needy. Like secure attachment becomes needy, boring, boring. trivial. And this yeah. is what this is where I become the annoying, like older generation person mm -hmm. who goes, why the fuck are 22 year olds mm -hmm. mad at people for saying Merry Christmas or they them instead of spark passion versus toxic. Mm -hmm. Those are the words mm -hmm. that actually need to change because that's what's actually holding people yeah. back. So yeah. you've lost six years of your life because you thought that this toxic, yeah. depleting, addictive relationship was passion and butterflies. Right. Yeah. Twin flame. Instead right. yeah. of an I, obstacle, depleting, exactly. I, right. I just think it's a super tall order for to expect that self-awareness of two very deeply wounded for sure people uh, totally which is by the way as a deeply wounded person like right. this so is how, how this is how it ends this right. is how it ends you're so 36 years old and you're still talking about something that happened when you were 20 this so 10 how, years ago so how would you if how would you if you were amber if there's an amber listening and out, him or, and him or Johnny, he's the, he's or the one that fucking met a 22 year old right. let's be and went but, clear yeah. but part yeah. of let's part be of, clear he met of, a 22 year right. old who was beguiling in all kinds right. of ways and right. fit right into his trauma mm -hmm. and went i'm gonna marry you right you know what i'm saying so they're both culpable right so if you're a johnny or an amber i also think another thing about power and money and wealth is that you don't ever think you're the problem do you know what I'm mm. saying? And and what I'm wondering is what would your advice be to listeners who may be a Johnny or an Amber on a smaller scale or Johnny and Amber on a bigger scale, whatever. Sure. What would be the red or the indicator that even if they don't think they need Al-Anon or a book or, you know, just, what, to, start what, about just to start thinking about it. This is what, like, I think that the main Al-Anon shit is. Uh, ACA, Al-Anon. I remember the first, I went to Al-Anon, I was drug their tooth and nail mm -hmm. and it was like i'm not fucking going to this program right. because other people are flawed right that's, and so yeah. it was like and someone had to try i mean that's why service is like the main component right. because you go hey well you know what will you just come with me to this thing right yeah you will you just you might not need like i had someone right who was an addict uh, a, a, a relationship i was in 
that was a very intense love addiction relationship that I was trying to rescue, mother, martyr, micromanage this person, trying to get them sober, back and forth, like literally like taking apples out of his house so he wouldn't make crack pipes out of them, learning Spanish to be able to talk to drug dealers. And he just, his service and his program of NA and AA was if someone is hurting you be of service and try to get them to a meeting. Mm-hmm. If they get it, great. If they don't, fine. Right, right. But I, tr- I tried. Yeah, right. Because you don't know till you don't know. And, you know, once a Humpty Dumpty, it's like falls off the wall, there you can't put them back together again. Right. So if she has an epiphany, great. If she doesn't, fine. Right. But if so, you don't have someone to, gra- to take you. To- totally. Which is like, you know. Look at the pattern of your relationship. You're, then you're listening to this podcast. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this podcast and my book, like. All of that was of service. I right. I don't love talking about this. I didn't mm-hmm. want to write a book about addiction. It's mm-hmm. just like that's what you do if you that used to be in the fog. Right. And yeah. you go, I'm going to be of service because I know how insidious this disease is. I right. know it's the disease that tells you you don't have a disease. Yes. It's the disease that yeah. tells you that you're right and, and everyone, everyone else, else is wrong. wrong. Right. What are the chances that you're right about everything? The chance very zero. Very zero. Yeah. And our ego and our and, and what I would say to everyone that thinks they're right about everything all the time is that that comes from like a wounded child who was uh, confused. Amber and I feel attacked right now. Uh, correct. Mm. And so why does her sister have eye bags and she doesn't? Um, so what I'll say is a lot of times victims are perpetrators and it's not your fault. It's mm-hmm. the same thing of like, OK, hey, pedophiles were molested. That's that's crazy to hear. But like if you come out of relationships and go, I, the biggest problem was I just loved him too much. Mm-hmm. Or the biggest problem was yeah, I loved him. Yeah, then that, then listeners, that might be a red flag that you if should you read If you can't identify yeah. one yeah. thing yeah, yeah, you've yeah, done you wrong, wrong. Yeah. you might have the defense mechanism to protect yourself and your ego because you were too criticized as a kid. And it's worth yeah. exploring. And you need to just go like, right. wait a second, like these are tools that helped me a lot when I was a kid. Right. When I, my narcissistic or, 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 unintegrated parents that didn't have tools were criticizing mm-hmm. me because they were insecure. I have right. now internalized this thing of uh, criticize everyone else except yourself so that you don't feel like a complete piece of shit. You know, it feels right. good to blame everyone else. But the only thing that feels better than that is mm-hmm. saying I have a part in this because if mm-hmm. you have a part, you, you can actually agency. change it. Yeah. Right. It's the best feeling in the world to right. go, you know what, Emily, th- wh- what happened the other day hurt me so bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But I can't change you. Right. I can change me. Mm-hmm. So to go, I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said it like that. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have um, said it at that time. Mm-hmm. You were going into a, a date, whatever. Now I can change all of it. Right. That's the best feeling in the world to go, I am powerless and I can't change you because I'm not God. Right. I'm not that arrogant. If it's all my fault, now I can fix it. Right. right. So there's a weird... Um, and then when I watch her, I go, this is someone that nothing is her fault. Mm-hmm. And that to me is hell. Mm-hmm. When nothing is your fault, yeah. that's hell because right. you can't change anything. Like and I'm in her else, head yeah. going, oh my God, honey, if you just went, I was a kid, I was young, I drank too, I did Molly too. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that you were sick and suffering with an addiction mm-hmm. and I tried mm-hmm. to control you. I tried to change you. I stayed when I should have left. Mm-hmm. I had all these people around me that were enabled. Like, then you can move on with your life and you can get closure. Right, but yeah. if everything is always the other person's fault, you're always stuck. Powerless. Yeah. Yeah. You are always powerless. And the be- I mean, I've just and I wouldn't say it if I hadn't been through it. I mean, I remember being in, in a in a the couple abusive relationships I've been in. I ended up owing them apologies. Yeah. So what uh, my sponsor and therapist said to me is when I went into program, 
I was like, I don't fucking need to be here. I'm too smart for this. Mm -hmm. I'm only, I literally only went in mm -hmm. so that I could tell all the addicts and quote abusers in my life. Like, well, I'm going to Al-Anon. It was right. like, it was That's just to big, be, yeah. right. it was just to be even more superior. Yeah, right. And then I heard people go like, oh no, I had a part in this. I was immature. I was childish. I needed right. to be a victim. I was trying to fix people. I was trying to change people. You know how arrogant it is to mm -hmm. say like, you're an addict with a disease. It's like yelling at someone to be like, why the fuck do you have cancer? Mm -hmm. So when I hear her yelling at him about getting sober, mm -hmm. that brings up so much in me because I know that the reason people, um, not the reason, a reason mm -hmm. that people drink and use drugs and hurt themselves like that is shame. And when you shame them, it just makes it worse. Yeah. So if you are in a relationship with someone who's addicted to something, it is your job to study addiction and learn how it works mm -hmm. and to not make it worse for them. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's okay to do all the fucked up or shit. Or walk away. Or walk away. Yeah. Right. Because you're, you're, what I've learned of when you have an addict in your life and you're telling them, you need to get sober and you need mm -hmm. to do this. If they do it for you, it's never going to take. Right. But right. also if you're like, you need to fucking stop drinking and you're a piece of shit because you right. use and you need then to stop. you use more, yeah. Well, you're just, as the therapist said to me, which I have to defer to people that have degrees in this, mm -hmm. you're just going to kill them faster. You're yeah. killing them. Yeah. Because you're giving them more shame. Right. You need to get away from them. Right. Get away from them. Right. You're killing them. And if you need to criticize someone and be the hero and be the um, person who is superior, that's your sickness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you need to go to a program yeah. where you need to not feel superior because your self-worth is so fucking low yeah. that you need to be superior to someone who's sick. Yeah. Like it's how sad true. is yeah. that? Yeah. So when I hear that, I just go, oh my God, this mm -hmm. person that needed to be anesthetized because he's so traumatized and whatever, mm -hmm. this person is screaming, get fucking sober. Why aren't you taking a new meeting? Why haven't you Googled how right. AA well, works? Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. It's also just like, she's also, I'm not, and like, this bit is over for me. Like I'm done being an Amber Heard fan. Insane. But she's, but, I think she's also da f damaged. Correct. And you know what sure. I mean? Like, which is human sure. magnet I, syndrome. Right. Which and is, I don't this think, is not normal. I don't think normal. we can expect her to Correct. take him to a meeting. He, he also should do the same work that we're asking her to do. Right. You know what Correct. I'm saying? Absolutely. And just watch and this is, I think, that the the point of all this right. is to go as someone that lost a lot of time right. to minimizing, rationalizing, um, needing to be superior, trying to fix other people that have millions of dollars. I mean, mm -hmm. he's got he's yeah. he can fix himself. Yeah, if right. you leave, he will be fine. You did not need to yell at him. Right. You're a kid. But I know what that um, human magnet syndrome is. I know what that hooking in is. And I guess the same way maybe someone says like, hey, if you like are 25 and you take a couple hits of blow and you love it mm -hmm. and it makes you feel, quote, normal, mm -hmm. don't ever do it again. Right. Right. I don't expect you to to um, take my advice or but this is going to get in your head. And it's going to change you. Yeah. And you might do it again and again and again, but you might go, oh, that fucking cunt Whitney said that. And there's mm -hmm. something there. So that's how I change. People said shit to me that I was like, oh, fuck this person. Like, oh, I went to all these meetings and I was like, yeah, God, I'm different than you. Oh, you're just jealous. Yeah, you fucking yeah. old hag. But, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. But it gets in your fucking like hippocampus. But how yeah. heartbreaking. That's if, right. But how heartbreaking if they don't ever have someone in their life to do that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Correct. Absolutely. Which means, you know, all all I'm saying is that I think that I think people sometimes look to me in this podcast and us for right. business advice, right. career advice, life advice, me relationship advice, advice. Right. you for mm -hmm. beauty advice because mm -hmm. you're breathtaking, mm -hmm. um, uh, which is that 
if you're in a relationship like this, uh, get help. It's addictive and it never changes. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.